Hello, welcome to Art with Wandela. Art is the adulting roundtable. This is episode two, and I'm your host, Wandela. I launched the podcast just a week ago, and the feedback has been amazing. Here's what a stunning fan, <laughs> that's actually how she titled her feedback to me, had to say. Here's what she had to say about the podcast. Hi, Wandela. This is Olua Fumibe. <laughs> and honestly, I had an amazing time listening to your first episode. And I look forward to um, listening to more gems. I mean, like more gems, detailed gems, all the juicy stuff, religiously. Proud of you. Bye. <laughs> Thank you so much for the polls, the read polls, sharing with your network. I'm so delighted about the great reception that this has received and I've noted all the feedback. I was particularly glad to hear how it helped some of you with where you are in your life's journey. Now, this is the main purpose of the podcast and I'm glad that we are already achieving that right from the very first episode. Hi, one day. <laughs> I know it's about 1 a.m., but I just saw your podcast and I decided to listen to it and I thoroughly enjoyed it. It's it um it's brought a lot of thought listening to you. I enjoyed the talk. It felt like the monologues that go on in my head. Okay, so today we'll be talking about something I have titled What If I'm Wrong? And we'll be talking about making difficult and unprecedented decisions in adulthood, especially where the stakes are high and not many people around you, especially your family and close friends, believe you're making the right decision. I didn't mention this in the last episode, but my professional background is corporate law. Before becoming a strategy professional, I was a corporate lawyer in one of the best law firms in Nigeria. I was actually very good at my job and it seemed as though I had a stable career journey ahead of me in mergers and acquisitions, banking and finance law and legal compliance. But the time came when I became increasingly dissatisfied. I didn't see how my job translated to direct or indirect impact for the average Nigerian. I was preparing these contracts, reports, and legal opinions for large corporates who already had resources and influence. I just didn't see how, for instance, my job helped to create a way for the smaller indigenous companies to scale to their level. And I didn't want to be caught in that cycle. So I started to look for answers, started to find out, you know, is there some part of corporate law that I can be involved in that helps to bridge that gap? And a few months down the line, I then got an offer to join in an impact-driven financial institution as a strategy analyst. I was suddenly faced with this quote-unquote opportunity of a lifetime. On one hand, I had a stable job and I could opt to maybe volunteer my legal skills to SMEs in my free time. But something in me was just calling for much more. The opportunity looked really enticing. I, I, I really wanted it. Now, I'm accountable to a number of people, friends, my mentors. And when it came time to decide, I just decided to inform them before making the big jump. So some of the people I reached out to 
were skeptical and rightly so. I did not have finance skills <laughs> and I had spent seven years pursuing my legal qualification. I finally had it and a good job. So it didn't really make sense looking at it um, naturally. Also, the Nigerian financial industry is very unstable and this industry has been notorious for unfair labor practices. So I had to deal with their concerned voice of reason versus what I felt was the best decision at that time. I had some people tell me I made the decision because I'm young and unexposed <laughs> and the realities of the labor market would make me regret the decision. Trust me, I was skeptical, but also very excited about the possibilities. I started to think about this experience earlier this week because a couple of years after I made that decision, I find myself in that same space again. I've been battling with a decision that I have to make in a very short time. <laughs> and I'm trying to make a decision, you know, that concerned parties have tendered their reservations about. And there's just a lot at stake in this instance as well. And that's why I decided to talk about it on this episode. So what if I'm wrong and what do I do? Earlier this week, I took some time to pray and search my heart. And then it hit me that that's exactly what I did last time. There were so many voices around me. So I really went silent and tried to understand what exactly is my heart saying. Now, for a Christian, your heart is not just an organ or your feelings. It's another word for your spirit, and it's also where God's spirit speaks to you. Back then, all I felt in my heart was, yes, girl, go for it. I was scared, but I also knew it was the right thing to do. So number one, I got quiet and listened to the voice on my inside. In a world where there are several voices from our phones, followers, and friends, you have to get in touch with what is going on on the inside of you. Now, there are some of you who are dealing with major decisions before you. You know what to do. You have an idea of what steps you are to take. But you've been stuck on the pedestal of public opinion. Your life is your responsibility and your journey. Every move you make will not pass the opinion test of others including people who mean well for you. And I know this is a hard trick because I had to deal with that too. Number two, back then I did a lot of research. I spent several hours every week just reading and reading. At first, I started with development finance because I was already a finance lawyer. And then I realized there was something called sustainable investing and then impact investing. And the more I read, the more I fell in love with what I was reading about. And it was just also interesting to me. I would watch videos on YouTube. I would read articles. I would make so much research. And it was just amazing. I also read about people who had made successful career transitions. And I tried to adopt some of their suggestions. I looked at what worked, what did not work. And I started making changes in my life. Number three, 
have a backup plan. <laughs> this this was quite funny for me. So I th- I kept thinking about okay, what if does it, this doesn't work? I don't have finance skills. What if finance is not what I want? What if you know I I I just had this dream and you know in real life it's not it wasn't really going to work out. I simply told myself if finance industry doesn't work out, I'll just go back to being a lawyer. I I'm a qualified legal professional in Nigeria and that will never be taken away from me. So I just thought, okay, let's give this a shot. 12 to 24 months. If it doesn't work out, we'll find our way back to the legal industry. Yes, I might have lost some time. My mates may have gotten ahead of me, but I'm not going to sit here and just keep thinking, what if, what if, what if? I'm actually going to give this a shot. So yeah, have a backup plan. Have a backup plan. I didn't mind making mistakes as a young person because I just felt it's part of the adventure. I didn't want to keep sitting in that office and keep thinking, okay, what else can I do? How else can I reach out to my community? You know, this thing in my heart, you know, what am I going to do about it? I just decided to make the jump. Now, when I made the decision, and this is the last point, when I made the decision, I stood by it. I just told myself that when I got to the place where I realized that this is what my heart is saying and I couldn't shake off the feeling that it was something I was supposed to do, I just completely stood by it. When people had things to say, I just told them that, you know, my mind is made up and this is actually what I'm going to do. So I applied these principles back then and I'm applying them even now to this present situation. And I believe that they would help you as they have helped me. So what happened next? (laughs) Truth is, I was completely at peace with my decision and I walked with a different air of confidence. Some people who had their reservations later turned around to support me. (laughs) Some even told me they had admired my courage would you believe that so uh, you're probably thinking what if i'm wrong what if i'm wrong it is not a death sentence do all you can to ensure you're making the right choice but even if that doesn't work out pick yourself up face the consequences of your decision head on retrace your steps or take remedial actions remember that you're a first-time adult And you will make mistakes. But that shouldn't stop you from exploring possibilities. You can check every box and things will still go south. That's adulthood and that's life. I hope that these tips help you. I'm applying them, you know, as I'm saying them. And I hope that at some point I can give you some progress report. That brings us to the end of episode two. What if I'm wrong? I would really love to get your feedback. Please leave me a voice message or reach out to me on all social media at Wandela underscore W-A-N-D-E-L-A-H underscore. Thank you so much. Until next time. Bye.